Hey, what's up, guys? And welcome to Let's Get Real. My name is Brandon Ho, and uh, we are we are running into a few episodes today. But hey, the intro never changes. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's roll it. Here we go. That's right. We are running into our second half of season one. And what an exciting season it has been. We want to thank you so much to all of you for your supports thus far. And uh, it's been so encouraging to myself, to the entire team. And we hope that you've been blessed, inspired, and encouraged in many, many ways. Today, we've got a very special episode with us. Uh, he basically needs no introduction if you're into construction, if you're into business, if you're into entrepreneurship. Uh, this man is a superstar in his own right. He's very young as well only less than 10 years older than me. Yeah, yeah, still less than 10 years. Uh, the Managing Director of Chin Hing Group. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome for the first time on the show, Mr. Hao Chun. Hello, 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 hello. Hi. Hi, Hao Chun. Hi, Brandon. Hi. Hi. How are you doing today, Hao Chun? How, how is life? How is life treating you? Yeah, I'm great. Yeah? Uh, thanks for the invitation. You're very, yeah. very welcome. Now, when I started this as well, I was telling the team, like, one of the people that I really wanted to get was you because uh, yeah. uh, maybe not many people know this, but uh, l- about three years ago, we attended this conference called Live Conference, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, Dr. Sissing I was there as well. Yes. But the other person who was there was this man right here. And uh, he was the same. Uh, we were all panelists. Uh-uh. And uh, I remember you were sharing your story yep. and I was sitting beside you. And uh, when I started this show, I told myself, I, I have to get this, I have to get Hao Chun to be on okay. the show. Because yeah. you have an amazing testimony and an amazing yeah. story as well. Uh, but before that, of course, uh, from Chin Hing Group, yes, mm-hmm. you're a managing director of Chin Hing Group. Uh, for the sake of the viewers, right, can you explain to us, number one, how old are you? Because I think you look mm. very young. Mm. You're probably one of the younger <laughs> guests that we have compared to, you know, yeah. maybe Dato Sisingai or Dato Loy, anyone yeah. that You're probably half their age, or you know. Yeah. So tell us about yourself in the sense that how old yeah. you are and also I want to know a little bit about Chin Hing Group because yeah. may- maybe some young people who are watching out there, some more so Chin Hing Group, uh, what does Chin Hing Group do? So go for it, Hao Chun. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So I'm father of Mm-hmm. Three daughter and one son. Mm. And yeah, this year I'm 36 years old. I'm running a diversified business portfolio. Mm-hmm. I call it as a portfolio because uh, we are actually quite diversified. Mm. So we have three listed co and uh, one listed co is doing building material related business. Okay. Which we produce all kinds of building materials. Mm-hmm. And if you can imagine the entire houses, the only thing that we are not producing is uh, glass and window. Really? So we do concrete, we do reinforcement, door, and we also don't do finishing. Basically, for the hardware, we produce and distribution. And the second one would be our property development business. Mm -hmm. We do high rises in Grand Valley area. Mm. We have a project like Novum in Bangsa South, and some other projects in PJ Mm. and Skiputaling. And the third business we are in, in uh, solar construction. Oh, okay. So we build big solar farm and uh, for the houses, mm. factory, we also do that. Wow. Yeah. So, so basically, we are in the building material, property development and solar construction. That's a lot of uh, places to put your feet in actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And for a young man, I would say that you're only 36 years old. That's yes. very young yeah. as compared to many other 
many other CEOs out there, many other MDs out yeah. there. 36 is a very tender age to yeah, be an yeah. MD. And plus, being a daddy, mm. being a husband, you've yeah. got four kids as well. Yeah. And you're still smiling in front of me. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> now, uh, tell me a little bit about your background because uh, I want to know uh, things like, um, I mean, we all know Hao Chun from Chin Hing Group, right? Mm. Everyone, Chin Hing Group, yeah, Hao Chun, Hao Chun, Hao Chun. Mm. But today, like I said, we want to get to know you as just Hao Chun without mm. the yep. the business side of things, yes. without the entre- entrepreneurship side of things. We want to get to know you as you. So tell me a little bit, first of all, about your background. How was it like growing up for Hao Chun? Yeah. yeah. How was it like for you? Where, did, where were you from KL or how? How was okay. it like? Yeah. Wow. It's a long story huh, to mm. share. Basically, I go out in the small town of Alosta. Mm. I'm actually from up north. Yeah. I was born in a hardware shop, you know. Uh, in a what? Hardware yeah. shop? Ha- hardware shop. Oh. So, if you can go to the outskirts of Malaysia, that you will see a typical shop houses where people live on the second floor. Yes. And the ground floor, they use it as a, their hardware shop. Yes. So, my grandfather started from a hardware shop. Mm. So, at the age of um, 10 years old, and our whole family decided to move from uh, this small town, mm-hmm. Mengadewa, mm. to a bigger city, yeah. Alosta. That's where later my father took over the hardware shop business, mm. ventured into cement trading. Right. Cement distribution. Mm-hmm. So our, and this is still in Alosta? La. Yeah, still in Alosta. Okay. And uh, I went to the Alosta, wow, I was like a happy boy. Why? Because you see, to me, Alosta is a big city. No, Alosta is considered a big city for you. Yeah, to me, yes. Wow. Because back then I was live in the kampung, literally a kampung. Like, like a small town. Right. Nothing more than hundred Chinese family uh. in, in that small town. So when we decided to move to Alosta, I was very excited. You mm. know. Yeah, and um, I still remember. And uh, to me, I was so excited with so many new things in life. Mm, mm, mm. So later, at the age of Late 13 years old, I yeah. dropped off from school. Late 13. For a typical Malaysian, would be still continue to study, you know, secondary school. Yes. And then why did I drop off from school? You know, and uh, I joined a gangster. And I became a gangster. And for that couple of years, I was a drug addict. Mm. I was a gangster. I did all the nonsense. Mm. And uh, I went to rock up before in the rock up, sleep on the floor. I still remember that, you know, that time I was just 13, 14 years old. You know, that time I had I never seen anyone worse than me. A typical a Malaysian teenager who study their secondary school. Right? Yeah. You know? and, uh, and I still remember that time I was in the rock up, I will confess, wow. I wasn't, uh, you know, that back then I, I was a Buddhism. Mm. And uh, I believe, and uh, basically, without faith. Mm. And uh, I just tell to myself, I want to be a good guy after I came out from the lockup. But still the same. Yeah. So, gang fight to me is something is so common. At the age of 15, I think 15 years old, I have even witnessed someone being murdered in front of me. And you could imagine a young boy like that age, you know, experience all this. I'm, I'm the eldest in the family. Being the eldest in the family, of course, 
the eldest in the, our you know Asian context mm. should be a person that could bring responsibility, became a role model in the family. But I wasn't there, mm. you know, and uh, and I wasn't give that I wasn't give any hope to my entire family except for the shame. But there was this person never gave up on me, which is my mother's. Wow. And despite many times I saw that my mom was bullied, teased by many people for not able to bring up me, I but yet I never repent. I was still the same. So my life, my typical lifestyle is sleep in the morning, <laughs> wake up at night. <laughs> Typical lifestyle. Because at night is when you do all this nonsense, yeah, la, right? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So sometimes I will just, you know, stay away from home for a couple of weeks. And that's where I live my life. So to me, my purpose is about what I'm going to do for the for the day. Mm. I never thought of anything beyond tomorrow. To me, it's about today, what I want to do, where I want to have fun. That's all. Right. So somehow in the year when I was 16 years old, mm-hmm. my mom was asking me, since I was nothing to do, mm. stop schooling for a couple of years. I don't even know how to speak uh, any basic English. You know, I was attending Chinese primary school. Okay. And my mom was asking me why I want to study a basic English for a couple of months. Mm. You know, and uh, she was telling me, her friend, uh, children were studying in Singapore. Yeah. So I just thought to myself, since there was nothing much in Alostar. <laughs> now, first time we're excited. Now they say nothing much. I want to, I want to have a new playground. Yeah. That's why I thought, go to Singapore, have a couple of months of fun and come back. So you were going there with the intention of having fun, not yes. to study actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. See, I was nothing to do. I, you know, at the age of 16 years old, no way that I can resume my secondary school in Malaysia, yeah. you know, no way. So that's that's how I went to Singapore mm. with the intention just to stay there for a couple of months. And I still remember when I w- were there, I because I, I, I was below 18 years old, yeah. you know, under the Singapore law, I couldn't stay by myself. I required to stay with a Singaporean as my guardian. Mm. So this Singapore guardian sent me to the tuition center which was just 15 minute walking distance from my house. Mm. I still remember that the first few English words that I learned was eat, at eaten. <laughs> <laughs> at the age of 16 years old. At 16? Yeah. Eat, uh, eat and uh, eaten. Yeah, eat, at eaten. Wow. Those simple English. Yeah. So there was this tuition teacher, every time she would, she would teach me a basic English and she would hold me back for another one, two hour to share the gospel with me. Wow. And uh, I was very curious, not so much of curious about the story, curious about why this person has so much patience and passion on me. I was very curious because I never pay her for that. Mm. So to me, Christianity is, to me, is another religion. Mm. You know, when I was a gangster, you know, we pray to anything, anything that can be, give us prosperity or give us protection, we will pray to them mm. and then we will worship them. So to me, this is another religion. I think uh, no harm to have a look. So that's where one of the weekend, 
I walked to this um, nearby church. Mm. You know, there was a half an hour walking distance church uh, from my house. I went there. You know, that time because I didn't study secondary school, mm. my intellectual was I was I would use the word very weak. Yeah, I don't really understand what was the pastor preaching about. Despite the pastor maybe preaching in Mandarin, but that. Low education, I wouldn't understand mm. very much. But I have the feeling of peace and holy. I don't know why. We are reading one page of the Bible. After it came, came out and I enjoyed that feeling, I decided to go back again on and off two to three times. With that feeling and the peace, I gave up my life to yeah. God. So after I gave up my life to God, I... Also, for the first time in my life, 16 years, I have a self-reflection. I look around. Seriously, no one has actually worse than me back then when I was 16 years old. Never attend secondary school, was a drug addict, has a worse reputation, you know, among my friends, among my family. So, then I decided to start over my life again. Mm. That's where I decided to give a try. You know, in the balance six months, I attended intensive language school. So you learn more than eat, eat and eat then? Yes. Mm. In six months time, at the end of 16 years old, when I was 16 years old, end of 16 years old, I went for the exam. I want to, I applied to, I, I still remember seven secondary school. Wow. And several, several of them, only one accepted me. Yeah. So at the age of 17 years old, I began my I began first day in school, realized that I'm the eldest student in the entire school. Of course what? Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> 13, 13 years yeah. old or something, and, uh, right? And a Singapore education, you can finish your secondary school in four years. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. okay. So and so in that school I'm the eldest student. So that's where I only started my secondary school at the age of 17 years old. Today I look back and I realize God know that. This is the best for me. Mm. You know, a person, no way that can be running, but first have to learn to walk. Yeah. So God know that I need an environment to live like a normal person. Mm. Sleep at night, wake up in the morning, proper lifestyle, have a proper education. That is what needed for me at that time. Right. So in that four years, I was a student. Yeah. I was truly a student, no longer a gangster. Yeah. And that's where I started to understand a little bit more about the faith. Yeah. And started to have a hope. The first hope and the first purpose in my life was I want to complete my secondary school like a typical Malaysian. That is my first dream in my life. First purpose, first goal. To me, it's just about complete my secondary school. I still remember every time I come back from Singapore to Malaysia and my friend was teasing me because back then they already studied in university. Yeah. Uh, why am I still studying in secondary school? And praise God that I'm able to complete my secondary school in four years' time. Yeah. And then I... Went on to have my second purpose, mm. second goal, second dream. 
I want to be like a typical Malaysian, most of the Malaysian, to finish their degree, finish their university. That's where I went on to study uh, my finance and marketing in Melbourne, mm. Peking University. Mm. So, back then, I was the same thing again. I went to university. I was already the Older oldest ones. Yeah, oldest ones. Uh, oldest one in mm. the entire classes. Yeah. And but to me, I just want to complete yeah. my study. And we already have a big goal. Mm. I want to do big thing in life. And in that three to four, three years in Melbourne, I get to know my faith deeper. My life is all about, you know, serving in church you know, and going and working hard in, in my study. Yeah. And that's where God had shaping, shaped, shaped my character. Mm. And that's where I know my strength. Mm. And that's where I grow my passion, you know, in life, in yeah. business. Yeah. In that three years was really um, important for me. <coughs> so today I have seen a lot of those university students I, I will always tell them, you know, mm. be careful how you spend your three to four years in university. Yeah. That's how you end up, how you behave in mm. your career. Because you see, if you are very, you know, of course, some of them behave very differently. But most of, most of the people would be bringing forward how you behave in your university life to your works. Mm. So that's where I built a very disciplined, you know, value and uh, habit yeah. in my university and bring it back to Malaysia. Yeah. 13 years ago, while I'm still in my last year, my family member fall into the sick. And I was told to come back to Malaysia to look after the business. That was my last year. Mm. I was very hesitant because it took me almost like eight years. Mm. You know, taking so much effort, just want to complete my study like a typical Malaysian. Yeah. And I was told to come back. When I was unsure, in one of the prayer. I truly heard God spoke to me that whenever you go, I will be with you. Like wow. how he followed me from Alosa to Singapore and bring me all the way to Melbourne. Now, he will follow me back to Malaysia. And I took that promise, I came back to Malaysia. After I came back to Malaysia, as I said earlier, my father was running a cement trading yep. business. We have about 70 employees, but the business was badly affected. Mm. And uh, I bet them I don't have any intention. I, I don't even have a dream yet to grow, to become a listed company. Neither mm. to think of to become a conglomerate. Yeah. So to me, about spending time with my family members and also study in Penang District College mm. to complete my last year 
because Dister College Badner have a training program with the King. Ah. And also to part time look after the business. Yeah. Now it, it was just merely 13 years. Mm. I couldn't ask for more. Yeah. That God has actually picked me from street. Literally picked me from street. And uh, today, because you see, 10 years is really short. Mm. By the time I listed my company, I was merely just 32 years old. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, God was telling me that, you know, He can raise me, you know, from the street. And of course, He can also raise anyone. Yeah from who they are. Mm. So today, i very honored to be here to share my testimony. Yeah. It's nothing else. Just want to give the glory to him. Amen. Where he picked me from the street. Mm. Yeah. Now, Hao Chen, you yeah. mentioned something very interesting. You mm. mentioned about your background in, uh, in Buddhism as well. You know, mm. I assume that mm. you are uh, first generation, right? Because mm. I, I assume your parents are both Buddhists. Yep. So, when you started going to church at 16 years old, 17 years old, how was it like? I mean, in the sense that were your parents against you? Were your parents mm. say, hey, you know, this one, Western God, you know, you mm. cannot worship, you mm. know? How did they take to you going to church mm. and then finally accepting Christ? Did you even dare to tell them or how did you tell your parents? Because I, was, I, I guess they are not mm. familiar, you see. Because you need to understand, back then I was drug addicts, I was a gangster. Yeah. So... To them, I'm a helpless. Gone case. Yes, gone case. So, looking at me going to church, to change from one person to another person, yeah. they were so amazed how faith can transform my life. Right. And uh, a lot of my family members, they were so shocked. Hey, they thought that it's a... Singapore education who transformed yeah. <laughs> and out many of them send their children to Singapore <laughs> because of yeah you. I have about more than four or five uh, all my relatives send all sent to Singapore, to Singapore uh? because they, are, they have seen such a rebellious boy can be so disciplined yeah. must be Singapore education <laughs> but I told them it wasn't Singapore education uh, it was actually the faith who transformed me yeah yeah. So your parents were totally okay with it. Yeah, yeah. And today, and today, like you know, you've been a Christian for quite a number of years now, yeah. uh, almost twenty years now. Uh, where where do they stand with God? Your parents. Um. I have three siblings. Okay. Two brother and one sister. Mm. And two of my siblings are Christian. Mm. My brother-in-law is Christian. Wow. My wife is Christian, and my mom is Christian. Mm. Except for my younger brothers and my father. Okay. Yeah. Right. So today, and uh, some of my family members also became a Christian. Wow. Some of my cousins. Wow. So I brought them to Christ. Yeah. Fantastic. That's awesome to hear. Yep. And, uh, you know, you, like, you, like you said, you know, even after you became a Christian, you know, life wasn't a bed of roses, right? Mm. Life isn't like so smooth sailing. It doesn't mm. mean that you become a Christian. It means everything is going to be... Son Son Lele, you know, everything's gonna be very smooth. So when you when you when you took over the 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 helm of the company, right? When you took over Chin Hin as MD at a very young age, 
what kind of what kind of challenges did you face? Because I'm sure a lot of your colleagues, a lot of your staff, probably some of them are or mostly all of them were older than you. Mm. So to sometimes take direction from someone who is younger, someone who is uh, maybe even less experienced or less educated, whatever it is, mm. uh, how did you manage that? A lot, just like as you said, a lot of people know that, as you said, after we became Christian, uh, people may thought that it would be soon, soon, lele, or things would be smooth. Yeah. If you look back to my life, even before I became a Christian, my life has never been smooth. Yes. And to many people also, I think, not to mention that we became a Christian, things will be smooth. Yet, mm. uh, you look at our life, for some of us who are not Christian, yeah. my life has never been smooth. Yeah. But what made a difference when I became a Christian, my life still wasn't smooth. But, I have hope wow. and peace. That make a lot of difference. Yeah. And today, running a business, free listed company, more than 1,000 people, yeah. it's, still, it's still not smooth. Mm. But I have hope. Wow. I have peace. I know that God will give His only Son, die on the cross for me. Of course, he will spare with all things to protect me, you know, to give all things that I want in life. Of course, health, you know, abundant life, yeah. you know, many things. Yeah. So, going back to 13 years ago when I came back, because the business was in trouble, mm. and some people already thought that, you know, our family business will have just close now mm. and uh, to me my only hope my only intention is to survive the business yeah and uh, somehow in this short period of three years mm. with the blessing of God yeah with the teaching of God we became from just a cement trader mm. to became Malaysia one of the biggest building material distribution company. Fantastic. It's just a short period of three years. Yeah. And um, a lot of people, you know, first they come to the business thinking themselves as small, as young. Mm. As uh, I used to tell my friend, if you today think that yourself worth 50 cents, no one will actually give you more than 60 cents. The first day I came to the business, I never see myself as young. Mm. I see myself as I can no longer waste my time. Mm. You know, I was so much behind. I want to treasure what God has given me, the second chance. God has given me the second chance at the age of 16 years old. Yeah. Now, I don't want to waste, waste it. So, since the first day I came to the business, I never think myself is small yeah. and young. So that gave me courage to bring a lot of talent mm. to the organization. Mm. Today, we have more than six CEOs. And all of them are hired by me and uh, mm. all of them are 
more than 40 to 50 years old. Wow. And uh, I never think myself is small. Yeah. And of course, there was no challenges in the business because the business was in the trouble. Mm. Yeah. So, use the word, I think, uh, crisis actually being an opportunity to me. Mm. Wow, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Now, I want to talk a little bit about your wife. We yeah. haven't had a chance to talk about her, but you were talking to me earlier. Mm. And then uh, what, was, what interests me was that mm. the fact that you have known your wife more than half your life. Yeah. You're 36 yeah. years old. You've known her since uh, a very young boy. Yeah. Now, and when you knew her at this stage of life, which, which really caught me by surprise, when you first knew your wife, you were in a stage of life which, like you said, weren't, weren't the greatest stage of in life, right? You were mm. a gangster. You were doing a lot of not-so-good stuff. You were uh, probably even, in terms of girls, you are probably dating more than one girl. Yep. And, uh, and you mentioned this now as well. She was, I think she was one of them when you said something like that. Yeah. So your wife has known you since you were 14 years yeah. old and today you have a family and four kids. Mm. So how did you meet your wife? Uh, tell me that story. Mm. And uh, how did you convince her to marry you? Yeah, I think back then my wife must be blinded by God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Blinded uh, by God, uh, yes. like like Paul on the road to yes, Damascus, yes, yes, uh, yes, uh, uh, <laughs> or maybe either blinded or uh, <laughs> don't know what word to use. Okay, la, you must be very lang chai la. Give yeah. you some chance la. You <laughs> must have been so good looking uh, that you know she fell in love yeah. with you completely yeah. la. Wow. In, looking back, you know, yeah. I was one of those that you know, as I use the word, I've never seen anyone worse than me. Mm. And she born in the family where. Her parent is a teacher and principal in <laughs> school. Yeah. This is already a start of a very funny story, you yeah, know. Yeah. Someone who is really gangster, then the other one, the parents are print, not even normal teachers, school principals are more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My goodness. Yeah. Uh. So and uh, we were together, uh. and um, so later we 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 were together at age of fourteen, four, 14 years old. Yeah. And after a war. Six months or one year, we broke up for about one year. Yeah. So until I became a Christian in Singapore, uh. I decided to go after her again. Why her? I don't know. Again, God must be blinded me. <laughs> <laughs> First blind her, then blind you, huh? <laughs> you all, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, that's how we were together. Wow! Yeah. but she's seen you at your worst. Yes, yes. And, right. Uh, and today, and uh, yeah, and um, I very you know treasure mm. how God has actually gifted this woman to me, and she actually compliment me. You know, I am a totally very different from her, mm. and. And I think God know that that's where she can compliment me yeah. 100%. Yeah. A lot of time, you know, at the beginning of the marriage, uh, I know that you're going to get married soon. <laughs> I want to share some tip to you. Bring it, bring it. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of time, you know, in the marriage or in the relationship, we go into the fight because of differences. Yeah. Because of a, one person can be very people-orientated, the other person can be very task-orientated. Mm. One person, the pace can be faster. The other one, pace can be slower. Yeah. But because of that, we got into the fight. 
But somehow, we were attracted because of differences. Because the thing that I don't have, wow, you have it, I like it. Wow. That's where I don't know, unconsciously, God has actually bring someone that who can compliment me. Where you lack, then she help you fill those yeah. gaps. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm very task-orientated, yeah. but my wife is very people-orientated. So, at the beginning of the marriage, we, of course, wasn't smooth. Uh, mm. We have a small fight, all this. But slowly, you know, through faith and through, you know, serving in church, that's where I can treasure her more. Yeah. And uh, if we compare to 20 years ago, I feel that today I love her more than 20 years ago. Oh. Yeah. yeah. You love her even more? Yes, yes. And wow. Uh, the more we realize our differences is yeah. where we want to complement each other. Yeah. Of course, in the marriage, you know, um, uh, as I as I teaching in the Bible, you mm. know, love had to be protected. Mm. You know, and uh, for those that are in the business, you know, we truly need to have a boundary yeah. in the thing that we are doing and the thing that we shouldn't be doing. It's not really only for the men's side, mm. also for the women's side also. Yeah. Yeah. So these are the f- some of the principle and fundamental has actually protect our marriage. Wow. Yeah. So and uh, I'm so grateful that you know she can you know not many of my friends having four kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just now when we started this conversation, he said, Brandon, I got married the same age as you. So when you're 36, I expect you to have four kids. <laughs> I swear, I they're not amen to that. <laughs> but I didn't say amen. Uh. I'm sure Phoebe listening also. Yeah. We won't say amen first. Uh. Yeah. We will, we will, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> I did not amen to it first. <laughs> yeah. well, you have four kids yeah. in a span of... Uh, you got married at 27. In a span of nine years, you yes, have four yes, kids. Yes, yes. Wow, the Lord really yeah, blessed yeah, you. You yeah, really uh, took the uh, commandment yeah. You know, yeah, go yeah, out, yeah. go forth, and multiply. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you yeah. really, <laughs> you really took that very, very to heart, lah. Good, good, good. Uh, so, so when it, when uh, when your was your wife a Christian already back then? I I don't think she was, right? No. no. So your how did she come to Christ? Then? I mean, like, mm. did you all come to Christ together, or did you lead her to Christ? Uh, or how how did that happen for for your missus? Um. During my second secondary school day, I've been preaching to her. Mm. And, uh, Wow, from gangster now preaching, yeah, uh? Wow. And she's open to it. Yeah. But she never accepted a lot. Until I went on to study in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. And I brought her to to the community that I'm in. Yeah. She felt the love of God through the relationship with others. Wow. That's where she gave her life to God. Fantastic. So today, uh, a lot of time... Like same thing for my for my wife, you know, and she, she found love of God through fellowship with yes, others. Yes, yes. So that's where uh, today I also encourage many of my friends, you know, um, you know, and where you find the love of God, a lot of times it's actually through the relationship with others. That's Amen. where my wife, yes, you know, accepted Lord because she felt the love. Yeah, I like I like that you mentioned that simply yeah. because like someone like me who yeah. had a very personal encounter with mm. God, right? Uh, who actually really experienced God in a very real, tangible yes. way. But more often than not, you it's not always like this. This is not. This is probably we are only maybe ten percent, twenty percent of the case. But the mass 
people out there, the multitude of other people out uh, there, you are absolutely right because yeah. it's not it's not like one night they're gonna hear yeah. a godly voice come out, you know, like how tune this is Jesus. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean, right? Yeah, it's yeah. A lot of times you're gonna experience God yes. through the church. A lot of times you're gonna experience God. Yeah through friends, through relationship, mm. because we are called to be ambassadors mm. of Christ. So yeah. we are supposed to be uh, showing, we are supposed to be the ones to 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 show God's love yeah. to people, right? And I'm so glad you mentioned that because it's to for all our viewers as well. So, mm. Sometimes when they listen to this, they hear such big miracles uh, mm. that some it's more often than not, actually, this is the case yep. where you have a community, you have a fellowship, and it is through these people who do life together with you Yes. And then it is through them that you experience, wow, so this is what God's love can be like. Yep. Right? Mm. And that's how your wife came to know Christ. Yeah, yes. Wow. And you both have been a married couple yeah, now. Yeah. For so I thought that by, by preaching to her, she would believe in Christ. But it's not true. You know, I've been, I, I did that for a couple of years yeah. when I studied in secondary school. But she never believed. Mm. Because the rational, no way that you can fully understand the faith. Yes. If today you pass a Bible to any pastor, do you fully understand understand what the faith is about, none of them will say they understand. Mm. No way that you can understand the wisdom of God yes. in the Bible. It's about the spiritual encounter. You feel the love of God, the mm. touch that actually can bring us to repent and give our life to God. Amen. Yeah. That's right. So that's where I show to my, my back then my girlfriend a lot of proof a lot of scientific, scientific proof, mm. you know, a lot, of, you know, <laughs> and she never believed. So to me, the rational never lead her to think, why? I'm okay, ma. I'm very good. Uh-huh. You know, I believe my Buddhism, I good. Why? I want to suddenly change my faith. Yeah. I, she see no reason for her to, ch- to, to move on into a new faith. Yes. But later when she found the love through the fellowship with mm. others, that's where she know this faith this religion, this God is different. Yeah. Yeah. And he's real. Yes. He is very real. Yep. Yeah. Now, you mentioned something about your fundamentals earlier. I just want to yeah. touch a little bit about this. Principles, values. Mm. And uh, obviously, you have this to protect your marriage. Yeah. What about your business? Because, uh, I mean, one of our guests we had was Datuk Sisingai, right? Mm. So, he is somewhat into, you know, a little bit of uh, mm. part of construction. Lara. He mm. does, you know, ceramic tiles yep. and all. And according to him, right, there are a lot of um, what a lot under table money la, to mm. make things faster, to make certain processes quicker. Mm. There are a lot of this kind of this one. And uh, yours is on a very macro scale because you are mm. public listed companies or more. Mm. So in terms of principles, mm. values, mm. how do you translate that into your company to protect your business? Mm. I want to explain a little bit the rationale behind. Yeah. A lot of people may sort of like misunderstanding that thought of, hey, why your Christian cannot do so many things? You cannot do this, la, you cannot do that, yeah. la, you cannot bright, la, you cannot cheat, la, all this. Why your God is so stubborn one? Cannot do so many things. Mm. You look at my faith, I'm okay. Yeah, I can pray for anything as long as I do good. Yes, That's what we heard. And also give a misconception that Christian cannot do many things. So you look at the teaching of the Bible, it's like God is telling us, okay, today you are, you are standing on this cliff. Yeah. You don't jump down. If you jump down, you will die. Yeah. All the teaching in the Bible is the same thing. God wants to protect us from the harm. 
So he will tell us, you don't do this, you don't do that. Because you see, by not doing this, we have a freedom. When we have the freedom, we will not get harm. So it's for our good self. Yeah. And looking at the business about not bribery, all this, it's not only uh, spiritually, our faith, our God doesn't like it. Mm. It's also rational thing. We shouldn't do it. God yeah. wants to protect us from the harm. If today your business, you can just grow it by just bridling, what for you want to spend on the talent? What yeah. for you want to spend on an innovation? To you, it's all about bribery. Mm. But one day, your connection has lost it. You have literally lost your competitive advantages. Mm. And of course, through bribery, it's a greed that actually gives us the desire to bribe. Yeah. So God doesn't want us to have the greed. Mm. If you look at a lot of businesses, why they are failing? Mm. Out of the 10 cases, I would say, those successful businesses who are failing, yeah. out of 10 cases, 10 cases are all because of greed. Not because of mistake. Because of the greed, they are going things that beyond their capability and capacity. So, God is actually telling us, you don't do this, else you will fail. Mm. You will fall. You will make mistakes. That's where I have that belief when I first day come to the business. I know doing business in Malaysia has never been straight line, yeah. black and white. But the, only, the prayer that I always have with God is, God, please strengthen my faith. Please open door for me. Close this door for me so that I can honour you. So in many cases, I cannot be 100%, but I am not feel condemned. Yeah. I feel I'm trying hard to be your beloved son. I'm not perfect, but please help me to be like you. So until today, I still have many challenges mm. internally, externally, to run the business 100% to honour God. But I'm trying hard. Yeah. Until today, I made it. I'm not perfect. Yeah. But I'm trying hard that one day, God will tell me that you are, uh, you know, good and faithful good servant. Good and faithful servant. Yeah. So, I would say it's very challenging. It's not easy. But through God, I think it's not difficult. Wow. Aochun, I'm so encouraged yeah. to hear your story. I want to thank you, first of all. You've yep. been so open, so honest, and so raw yeah. with us. Now, we're slowly running down out of time here. Mm. And uh, I think you shared some a lot of nuggets of wisdom. And I think one thing I can glean just from your sharing is that when you honor God, God will honor you. And uh, it's amazing for me to hear someone with your background who literally, <laughs> I would say from the streets, literally from the streets, the Lord sort of really like, your, your story really reminds me of Joseph. Mm. Where the Lord just picked you and His favor was so so much evident in your life, and in such a short span of time, maybe maybe because He maybe is uh, kasihan you, so uh, like you are <laughs> make him suffer so much. Uh, okay yeah. la, you know, yeah. fast track yeah. his success a little yeah. bit. But in everything you do, you always give glory back to God, and I admire that a lot. Yeah. Before I let you go, how uh, to anything you would want to say, anything that you want to uh, share, uh, anything from your heart, anything the Holy Spirit impresses upon you, go for it. And when you, especially when you look back, when you look back, 
Hao Chun at 14 years old doing drugs, sitting in a lockup for that night, you know, for that few nights. And today you look at yourself. Uh, what do you have to say about God? Mm. Today, when I look back, I ask God, why me? Why me? You know, why you want to bless me? There are so many people out there. You can bless them, you can raise them. But God was telling me that, you know, He can raise me from a gangster. This story was actually want to tell others. God can actually raise them yeah. from who they are, from where they are. So today, um, I was so honored that, you know, uh, God can raise a gangster to become an entrepreneur. Of course, God can raise you at whatever situation you are, who you are, to be who He wants you to be. He may not want you to be an entrepreneur, but He never have a place for you which is very different from others. Mm. So today I'm sitting here and doesn't mean that I'm better than uh, any one of you, but definitely God is telling you that you and me is different. Yeah. So never think ourselves small because our God is a big God. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Chen, before you go, is it okay if I just say a quick prayer for you? Yeah. Because I'm so touched by your story. Mm. Alright, so I'm going to pray for you. Uh, I'm going to pray for Chin Hin as well. Yeah. And I'm going to pray for your family as well mm. because I think that uh, your family is, uh, you got a strong family unit and I think that's what makes you so different from the rest. Yeah. That while you're 36 years old, uh, every time you talk about your family, you have a smile on your face actually. You're very proud to talk about your family and your, and your kids and your wife. So let's, let's commit that to the Lord, shall we? Let me yeah. pray for you, mm. Ken. Alright, Lord Jesus, we just want to pray and uh, commit, Lord, how uh, Chun into your hands. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for his business. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you've taken him literally and you picked him up from the streets, Lord, from a gangster, Lord Jesus, from someone who's been in lockup, Lord, for someone who's been in uh, very, very uh, 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 naughty, naughty things, Lord Jesus. You plucked him out and you chose him, Lord Jesus, to now, Lord, today, Lord, lead, Lord Jesus. Be a leader and be a, 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 a figure a lot uh, in the business, in the marketplace, Lord Jesus, to be someone who exemplifies Christ, Lord. We just want to pray right now for Him, Lord Jesus. Uh, we know, Lord, it's not easy. We know it's not easy to lead a company. We know it's not easy to steer the ship to be the captain, Lord Jesus. But Lord, I just want to pray for more wisdom to be upon, mm. upon Hao Chun right now, Lord. You give Him the mm. spiritual wisdom, Lord. You give Him Solomon's wisdom, Lord Jesus, mm. to be able, Lord Jesus, to steer and to, to pilot, Lord Jesus, the company in to greater heights, Lord Jesus. We pray, Lord, that you make him the head, not the tail, Lord Jesus. We pray, Lord Jesus, as he, as he honours you, Lord, you will honour him, Lord Jesus. That, Lord Jesus, you will raise Chin Hin Group, Lord. You will raise them, Lord Jesus, to be a, 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 a watchtower, Lord, to be a light, Lord Jesus, to many other industries, many other companies as well, Lord Jesus. And I pray, Lord, that you will help Hao Chun, Lord, to be a wonderful father, Lord, to be a great and awesome husband, Lord, that as he serves you, Lord Jesus, as his heart is so on fire for you, Lord, you will bless him, Lord Jesus, to give him an abundance, Lord, mm. in life, Lord, and in his business, Lord. I pray for his family, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for this family. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that they are so, so passionate about you. We pray, Lord Jesus, that you protect their family, Lord. You cover their family in the blood of Jesus from head to toe. Every single child of his, Lord, all mm. four of them and all six of them, Lord. Even for his father, just want to pray a special prayer, Lord, for uncle right now, Lord. Mm. We just want to pray and ask, Lord Jesus, that he will soon come to know about your love and your mm. light, Lord Jesus. You speak into his life, Lord, that you will tell him that 
that you love him, Lord Jesus. You, you're always uh, there for him, Lord Jesus. And I pray, Lord, that uh, one day, Lord Jesus, very soon, Lord Jesus, he will come to accept you as his Lord and Savior, Lord. So I pray for not just his dad, for his entire extended family as well, Lord, that soon, Lord Jesus, because of, uh, because of how children, because of his family, Lord, they will come to know, Lord, what an awesome God and what a real God you are. So bless them, Lord. Bless Hao Chun. We thank you, Lord, for his life. We thank you for his story. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hao Chun, I want to say thank you so much for yeah. coming today. I'm really blessed. I'm sure all of us are as well. And uh, please make sure you do come back the next time I invite you, okay? okay. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much yeah. to all of you. To the rest of you, if you guys want to watch more of this content, you can subscribe to us on YouTube. It's, uh, it's just our name. It's Brandon Ho. And make sure you guys stream us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, where else and watch us on YouTube of course uh, on Spotify yeah on Spotify as well thank you so much Hao Chun thank you so much to all of you who are listening God bless you we'll see you guys again next time this has been Let's Get Real with me Brandon Ho Hey guys, thank you so much for watching Let's Get Real. We hope that you've been blessed, inspired and encouraged in one way or another from all the stories that have been shared today. That's right, if you like what you see here and you want to see more, make sure to like this video, share it with your friends and subscribe for more. Now, some of you may not know this, but the setup that you see behind the studio, including all the equipments, do not belong to us. We're a small three-man team and we do not take a profit or a pay from this show at all. But hey, we can dream as well. And one day, we hope to have our own set, our own studio, including our own equipments. So if you'd like to support this ministry, you can drop your love gifts at the bank details that you see on your screens right now. Don't forget to earmark Let's Get Real or LGR so that we know that your giving will be used for this show. Thank you so much in advance. Until next time, God bless. God bless.